Hello and welcome back to episode 22 of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants with Dad and Daughter, myself Lauren. And me, Graham. So it's very exciting because we're going to be building up to the fact that football is returning. Hooray. Get in. It's all coming back behind closed doors, but it is all coming back. And I suppose we're all a little bit rusty, really. It's been back and forth about what's been going on and which teams have been where. So today we're kind of just going to summarise where all the leagues are at and what the future is looking like and just go from there, really. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with the Premier League. Obviously, we've got the first couple of matches are coming up this Wednesday, June the 17th. First two matches, actually. Aston Villa against Sheffield United and Man City against Arsenal, which is a big match. But I suppose just putting into perspective the whole league itself, obviously Liverpool clear up at the head, 25 points lead. I was looking online and the odds of them winning a 1 to 1,000 odds on and City of 50 to 1. You'd be a brave person to back City now. Oh, yeah, City. I mean, Liverpool have won it, haven't they? It's just a case of when, really. Well, talking of when, apparently if Arsenal beat City this Wednesday at Etihad, which I personally think is very unlikely, then Liverpool could secure the title at Goodison Park on Sunday, 21st of June. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That would be crazy if Liverpool could win it at Goodison Park. Just shame it would be behind closed doors. Basically, Liverpool secure to win. But it's plenty to play for with the European qualification spots. Obviously, at the moment, you've got Man City, Leicester, Chelsea alongside Liverpool in top four. Man United in fifth, but very close to Chelsea on 48 points. Man United on 45 points. And you've got people like Wolves still really up there. Sheffield United, Tottenham, Arsenal... I suppose you cut it off there, really. Burnley, do you reckon they could get into Europa League? I mean, they're only three, four points behind Sheffield United in seventh. Yeah, there's a few teams in the middle. I mean, Burnley only one point behind Arsenal. I mean, they've played one game more, but even so, Arsenal eight points off fourth place. Very, really poor position for Arsenal, really. Yeah, well, I've been looking a lot into the friendly matches. I've had a lot of friendly matches going on. I suppose going back to Liverpool, they actually played Blackburn, didn't they, the other day? Don't want to talk about that, really. <laughs> They won 6-0. Only a friendly. Only a friendly. I mean, it's not the greatest warm-up match, but hey-ho. Um, so looking at the friendly games, Man U, they had two against West Brom. They might have had more, but most recently, two against West Brom. Lost the first one 1-2, but then won the most recent one 3-1. Apparently Pogba was back playing, so that'd be interesting, back fit. Arsenal, they lost, actually, to Brentford 3-2. And I did watch back the whole David Luiz howler. I mean, it wasn't... Did you see it? No, I've not it seen that. It wasn't that, no. that much. It was basically him trying to like outskill the players by like heading it over and then chipping it over. And then he lost possession. And then Brentford scored. So I think all the Arsenal fans are like, oh, here we go again. Chelsea, they won against Reading 1-0. Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Apparently he's back playing. Oh, really? Oh. I think that's big. Big for them. I really like him. Uh, Wolves drew with Birmingham 1-1. Spurs lost to Norwich and then their second friend against Reading was cancelled. But apparently Harry Kane is back playing. Oh, right. Okay. So that's quite good. And then I noticed that Sheffield United lost 2-0 to Barnsley. So for me, going on momentum, I'm going to say that Spurs, oh gosh, are they going to get in the Europa League ahead of Wolves and Sheffield United? I mean, they're only two points behind both of them. I I definitely don't think Spurs will make top four. That's looking pretty unlikely for me. Oh, I don't think I don't think they're going to make Europa League. Spurs. What do you reckon? Uh, I think Sheffield United and Wolves will both be in Europa League. I could even see Wolves 
finishing the top four if they get a good run. I think things will be a bit yeah, different. Yeah, you did say that. I think this is the thing a lot of teams might have had momentum before lockdown or after lockdown. And I suppose last one about going up and the positions at top half. Man United obviously 45 points, Chelsea on 48 points. Can you see Man U getting into the Champions League? Yeah, possibly. I mean, it's interesting United because they are a momentum team. Remember when Solskjaer arrived, they couldn't stop winning and then they couldn't win. And so I think you don't even if they get Pogba back fit and the positive... They've certainly got enough good players to do yeah, that. Yeah, especially with Bruno Fernandes coming in. And then I'm just quickly looking at the bottom half of the table. That's probably, alongside with the Europa League slots and things like that, very exciting in the Premier League. You've got people like Brighton, only two points above the drop zone, West Ham, Watford and Bournemouth are all on 27 points. Obviously, Bournemouth are in the drop zone on 27 and then Villa 25 and then Norwich at the moment bottom with 21. I suppose, unfortunately, it's looking like Norwich are definitely going to go down. If you'd say a definite... Six points off safety. Looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit of a poor goal difference as well. Yeah, and then I was looking at the remaining fixtures for people like Brighton, West Ham, Watford that are very much on the cusp. And for me, the worrying one is Brighton. So they're only two points clear of the drop zone, but they've still got the next three matches are Arsenal, Leicester, Man U, and they've got Norwich, Liverpool, Man City, and then Southampton, Newcastle, Burnley. So they've got some really big matches early on as well. So for me... That might, I'm potentially thinking they might not get in over Bournemouth. And then also, I think Watford, I think Watford should be fine. They've got Leicester, Burnley, Southampton, Norwich, Newcastle. They've got some big big teams, Chelsea, City, Arsenal. But for me, I'm going to say that Bournemouth aren't going to go down and Brighton are. So Brighton, Villa, Norwich. I think the atmosphere would be interesting. They've got grounds like West Ham where they regularly get 50,000 plus when there's nobody there. Could be interesting whether it helps or hinders them. Might help them there, actually. Yeah, that's true. I think this is us without nine to ten fixtures left thinking what might happen. But, you know, a lot of teams are probably coming back into it thinking, right, they might have been not so good leading up to the breakdown, but now they're coming back. So that's pretty much a rough summary of where the Premier League is at. And also really exciting that the BBC are going to be airing some uh, matches for free. Yeah, three o'clock on a Saturday, going to be live. I don't think there's ever been live three o'clock Saturday matches. No, I know. And actually, I'm looking now, apparently the first BBC live match is going to be Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace, 7.45 on Saturday, June 20th. Very exciting. Very exciting. Right, so do you want to give the lowdown on League One? Yeah, League... that's finished, doesn't it? League One's done and dusted, yes. Bit of controversy, a few managers and chairman etc not very happy with the way it's finished but it has finished well it's finished other than the playoffs some of the teams sort of who didn't either go up go down or get in the playoffs Sunderland I mean uh, Sunderland goodness me that's that'll be the third season next season in that league and as we remember from league one it's a bit of fun for one season but you wouldn't want to do it for more than one or two seasons where did they finish in the end finished eighth oh, gosh. Uh, a point off the playoffs just so frustrating Phil Parkinson manager crowds over 30,000 regularly uh, they got the playoffs last year lost to Charlton so I tip them for going up this year well everybody would I yeah. mean they just they just can't it's madness they're still in that division but they are so another season for Sunderland in League One I think the rest of the teams in League One will be absolutely chuffed with that of course yeah, yeah. Um, other one Ipswich you'd think Ipswich they were it's their first season down there last season or this season rather and they finished 11th, uh, nine points off the playoffs. A bit disappointing, really. Mm. Sorry, eight points off the playoffs. Interesting to reflect on the teams who went down. So Bolton, 
Well, Bolton um, obviously had the points deducted. You've got to remember that Berry, of course, went out a long time ago. Bolton, the last time they were in the lowest division in the league was 1987-88. So it's a long time since Bolton have been down there. They'll get a good local derby with Oldham, but I'm sure they'd rather not go down. No manager at the moment, I don't think. Have so. they not? Still got a point of manager. But again, I think for the rest of the teams in the League Two next season, I think they'll be glad to see Bolton down there because they'll um, you know, bring some decent yeah, crowds. Yeah, it's a good, good stadium to go and play at, the Reebok or whatever it's called, the University of Bolton yeah, Stadium. Yeah. Uh, other ones going down, Tranmere and Southland. I know Tranmere were very noisy. They had a game in hand on the teams above or no. team above and could have caught them on points. So I think they weren't particularly happy. But going up, Coventry. Coventry did great, went up. Played at St Andrews. We highlighted that a few weeks ago, Birmingham. Manager X, Man United player, Mark Robinson, a good job there. So Coventry, last time they were in the second tier was 2011-12. But they're one of the ones you'd class as a big club. So again, good to see Coventry back up there interesting to see I'm not sure whether they've got the ground settled for next year whether they're going to go back to the recall whether they're going to stay at Birmingham whether they're going to go somewhere else but that'll be one to watch uh, also promoted Rotherham went straight back up so again quite often you get teams going down and back up into that championship, championship yeah. Paul Warren their manager so they'll be happy happy bunnies there then you got the playoffs so the playoffs see who else goes up big one there probably Oxford versus Portsmouth, two well-supported teams. Portsmouth's second year running in the playoffs. They've played three times this season. Sorry, they played twice this season, actually. They've played 1-1 at Fratton Park, so a close match. 2-2 oh, no. at the Kassam Stadium. That was in the leasing tournament, whatever that leasing that tournament is. And on the 28th of March, they would have been playing at the Kassam Stadium. So that was one of the matches that they didn't manage to play. So that's a Both real draws. fascinating one. Both draws each time. Both draws, yes. Yeah, so that's going to be fascinating over the two legs, Oxford-Portsmouth. I wouldn't like to guess uh, who's um, who mm. would win that. Yeah. And then Wickham-Fleetwood. Fleetwood, half a chance of getting, or a big chance of getting into the um, second tier for the first time. So not long ago, they were non-league, of course. Obviously, it's been incredible for Fleetwood, really. They're playing Wickham. And Wickham actually finished third, but they were the lowest points of the four in the playoffs. All right. the rest finish on 60, so the way they've ranked them, points per game or however it's worked, uh, all a bit strange. But they were the lowest points, that whole group. And I think Peterborough were on the same number of points with 23 goal difference better than Wickham. Oh my gosh. And they didn't go up, so in the playoffs rather. So it's all a bit mad. But Wickham, Fleetwood, they played obviously played each other twice. They managed to honour both the matches. Fleetwood won 1-0 and the other match was 1-1. So again, pretty tight. So mm. you wouldn't like to call either of those. But I think Wickham and Fleetwood probably both teams who I think would probably be in the second tier of the first time ever. So good luck to both yeah, of them. Yeah, so I suppose Portsmouth is probably the biggest name out of those ones. That biggest name, yeah. Oxford, a well-supported Oxford. Have never quite, not gone too high in the league tiers recently, but Portsmouth very up and down. And Portsmouth, both well-supported actually. But Portsmouth, big fan base, Fratton Park. Love to go there, actually. So that'd be great if uh, they went up. But we're not biased. Any of them have got a chance. Into the Championship. So obviously, like the Premier League, it's resuming. It's going back in play. And just a recap of where everyone's at the table at the moment. Leeds and West Brom, quite clear ahead. 71 points and 70 points. With Fulham in third with 64 points. 
I've when I've done my research, I already looked to say that I think Leeds and West Brom are automatically going to go up. I can't see them dropping six points. Can you? No chance. No. Yeah, they both go up. I mean, obviously, it depends on momentum and whether the players are going to be sharp after having so long off. But anyway, so I'm kind of under the presumption that I think Leeds and West Brom are going to stick one and two. And then it's so close trying to get into the playoffs. Preston are in sixth. They're in the playoff at the moment with 56 points. All the other teams, all the way down to 13th QPR, are within six points of the playoffs. That includes Bristol City, Millwall, Cardiff, Blackburn, Swansea, Derby, QPR. So before the break, QPR were very much on a roll, actually. They were undefeated in six matches. They would have been gutted, really, to stop whilst on such a roll. And then on the other hand, Bristol City, actually, they were starting to lose momentum. So they're in seventh at the moment, one point off the playoffs. But they actually haven't won in their previous five matches. So actually... They're probably were quite grateful for a little bit of a break. But for me, I've found some, I've been looking at their fixtures. I'm tipping Millwall to get into the playoffs because their next six matches are all teams below them in the table. They've got Derby, Barnsley, who obviously rock bottom, Swansea, Charlton, Middlesbrough and Hull. So based off those first six matches out of nine or ten remaining, I'm not sure what it is, I'm going to put Millwall in the top six. That's what I'm saying. And then relegation-wise... Before and after the lockdown, obviously before Wigan were really gaining momentum actually before lockdown, they had a couple of cracking results. Obviously at the moment they're sitting just two points off the relegation zone. Ahead of Hull though, on goal difference. And then Hull were completely the opposite actually. They were starting to really lag behind at the end of the, before the lockdown. So those were two teams that were kind of swapping in places and things like that. I suppose, well I've said that I think Mill were going to get in the top six it's Preston that are the ones that are four points behind Nottingham Forest and fifth. Can yeah. you see that moving around? Yeah, well, I think Millwall, it's like West Ham, isn't it? Millwall, having been there, it's such an intimidating place to go. With no fans, it could be very different. Yeah, that's so true, actually. Millwall might not favour Millwall. I think Preston, we've seen Preston twice this season, and I think Preston kind of, they never come over as a brilliant team, just seem to win matches and get points. So I can see, I can kind of see uh, Preston staying in there somehow. Mm, okay. um, it's, hard, it's hard to tell they are much a muchness I think from when you go from Forest looks like Brentford and Fulham are probably well I don't know I see Forest as yeah. well so I think from Preston right the way down to QPR as you said that that's going to be a bit of a fight between those it depends as who's playing each other there'll be some six pointers in that yeah uh, that's going to be the important thing when they play each other, I guess. But And also, in terms of injury and things like that, obviously, from a Blackburn Rovers perspective as supporters, we already know that Bradley Dack, he's looking... I don't know if he's necessarily been playing, but he's definitely certainly back. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, someone like that, that's a huge figure for Blackburn, who, well, we're only three points off the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Let's, I just got this thing about Preston. They seem to be just have a, have a bit of luck this season, I think. So, you think they might stay... In the top six. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Okay, but I think we're agreed that we think Leeds and West Brom, they've done well all season, so take a massive slip up. Yeah, no, I think they're both up. So League Two, League Two is interesting because as you remember from the podcast, we've got the best of the West and got five teams in League Two from the West Country and four of them have either gone up or in playoffs. So that's, I mean, that is best Brilliant. from, best from the West, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So summarising that, the ones who were just taking the teams who didn't quite get there, Forest Green Rovers. So Forest Green were in the playoffs last year, finished 10th, a bit, little bit off the pace this year, but again, mm. another solid season for them. Salford City, first season in the league. I thought they had a good season. I wouldn't mind 
tipping them for promotion next year, perhaps. Salford ones, they settling. Finished 11th, just in the top half. Very good. Team who get probably the biggest crowds in the division, or one of the biggest crowds in the division, Bradford City. Another team, a little bit like Sunderland, who'd be desperate to get out of that division. Didn't quite, again. Finished ninth, quite in the playoffs. But same as Sunderland, other teams will be more than happy that Bradford are in there because they're a well-supported team. So the teams who did go up, of course, Swindon Town, top of the league, only on, um, well, actually on goal difference, they finished, they would have finished second. It's a bit weird, really. They had a game in hand, though, so I guess that's fair enough. Right. So Swindon Town finished first in the rearranged table. 21 wins out of 36 matches. Right. Manager Richie Wellens. Swindon's quite a big club. They've been up and down a bit. They've been there a couple of times, actually. So the ground, county ground holds just short of 16,000. So well worthy of their uh, trip to get back up there. It's their third attempt, so it took them three three attempts to get back up to League One, but they've certainly made it now. Crew Alexandra, again, ma- managed by David Arter. There's an interesting story. He was born in Rotherham and played for Gibraltar. <laughs> so uh, must be some Gibraltar, is that a word, Gibraltar? Some yeah, Gibraltar links there. Gresty Road crew, they've had a good season crew. Of course they have, they've gone up. Chris Porter's their centre forward, 12 goals this season. Played, he's one of these journeymen, they call it. Played what does that for mean? Berry, played for lots of teams, yeah. but on lots of journeys. Berry, <laughs> Oldham, Motherwell, Derby, Sheffield United, Colchester. Oh my gosh. Uh, and Swindon. And then finally, best of the West, Plymouth Argyle. Did have a four point gap on Cheltenham. Cheltenham did have a game in hand, but uh, I guess Plymouth, fair play. Another biggish team, really, you'd say. Decent crowds, nice crowd. We've been there. Manager Ryan Lowe. So well done to Plymouth on getting promoted as well. So excellent news for them. In terms of relegation or going out, all a bit strange there, but Stevenage, just the one team, looks like just one team going out. They've still not sorted out the National League, which is a bit confusing, actually. But anyway, so the, the playoffs, Cheltenham, who finished fourth, are playing Northampton Town. The two that they've played so far this season, Cheltenham won at home 2-1, and it was 1-1 at Northampton, so quite... Uh, Very tight. Cheltenham are quite newish to the league. They joined the league in 1998-99. Michael Duff's the manager. Wadden Road, just over 7,000 capacity. So ground, which I was looking to Cheltenham actually. So hopefully get a trip to Cheltenham sometime. And then the next playoff is Exeter versus Colchester. And they played January, well, December at Colchester was 2-2. January at Exeter was 0-0. Crikey. that's going to be a real... I mean, to be fair, Exeter did finish seven points ahead of them off the same number of games. So you've got to, got Favourite, to, got to fancy yeah. Exeter. If I had to uh, put my name on one of those four to go up, you'd probably go Exeter just because... They had a good season, haven't well, they? Well, they were top for a while and they've, they've been flirting with the top three all season. So they'd be very disappointed that they're in the playoffs. But yeah, based on the way the draw's gone, you could see you could easily see a West Country... Um, match up Cheltenham versus Exeter in the final at Wembley, I think. Brilliant. Yeah, and also, of course, the National League was sat here on Sunday the 14th of June. Still not got a clue. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. My second team, Barrow FC. Holker Street holds just over 5,000. Got some great news of the day. They've got a new roof for one of the the terraces approved. So they'll put a roof up if they go up, I think. And 1971-72 when they lost their place in the league, so... We're pretty certain they're going to get get promoted into the main league again, which is very exciting. They ended up four points clear of Harrogate Town, Notts County, another three points back, seven points behind, and they'd played an extra game. We'll cover that next time, just see where they do end up. Once they've made their mind up, we shall talk about it. But fingers crossed, Barrow going up. (laughs) 
We have got some Barnets of the Week. I've been looking on some of the football club social media. I've been looking at some of the players that are back training. And um, my Barnet of the Week is going to Jesse Lingard from Man United. I don't think I've ever seen his hair so long. It's getting quite Afro-like and he's rocking it. It's looking great. It looks like he's very much not had a trim over lockdown. And um, yeah, I think Jesse Lingard's got a great Barnet right now. That's where he's got his nickname, isn't it? Lockdown Lingard. Lockdown Lingard, That's yeah. True that, yeah. and I've got I've gone for a bit of uh, historical hairstyle here. So mine is uh, the manager, current manager of Coventry City, Mark Robbins, who was a Man United. I, I think he was midfield slash just off the pace. Boring haircut at the moment, but he had a very curly bounce when he was at Man United. I'm currently googling it. He was very curly, um, not much on the sides. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely. If you have a look. Uh, Mark Robbins, either in his Norwich heyday or his Man United times, uh, definitely worth Barnet of the Week. Right, that's it for this week. Well, next week we're going to be talking about football, live football, results from the actual weekend. That's very exciting, isn't it? It is, yeah. And um, have you enjoyed looking back at some of the best goalkeepers and forwards and clubs? Yeah, it's been good uh, getting the old uh, Rothmans League book out from the <laughs> 70s and looking through some of those old things. But no, it's been really interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah it has been good. But I've got to say, I have missed football. Also, just quickly, what do you think the atmosphere is? What's it going to be like playing behind closed doors? I think it's going to be very strange. Like I said, it'll favour some, it won't favour others. You can imagine some of the managers, old Pep and yeah. people like that who run up and down the touchline and you know really link with the fans and really some of the players really do uh, feed off the atmosphere and so yeah yeah I think well who knows I think also isn't your face going to be potentially appearing at a stadium near you well I've been offered the (laughs) chance to have a cut out on the terraces at Ewood Park I'm still (laughs) pondering whether to do that or not yeah oh it's better than those blow up dolls that they had in China wherever definitely better than that there's no blow up dolls at (laughs) Ewood right we'll be back next week